Welcome back. This is Mark Buckley filling in for Tom Brown today on Koinonia. I'm pastor of Living Streams Church on the corner of Central and Glendale, and my guest is Mark Looning from Chandler. Uh, he's pastor of Springs Church there. Uh, Mark, um, I, I was telling you earlier that I've had some people walk out on me when I was preaching recently yeah. in anger, and one of them, I was doing a message a couple weeks ago. We're doing a series called the Lessons from the School of Hard Knocks. Mm. And and because it was Pentecost Sunday um, and uh, Memorial Day weekend at the same time, I, I did a message about the battles over the Holy Spirit. Mm. And uh, oh yeah, and in the middle of the message uh, on Saturday night, one of the guys got up and walked out with anger because he had been a missionary and he thought I was saying you don't get the Holy Spirit when you accept Christ, and that's not oh. at all what I was saying because. To see that Jesus is Lord and alive, you've got to have a revelation from the Holy Spirit. What I was saying is not everybody gets the fullness of the Holy Spirit when they first get saved. You know, in in Acts 10, when Peter preached for Cornelius, they all got filled with the Spirit at the moment of conversion. But in Acts 8, they were already saved. Peter and John had to come down from Jerusalem to lay hands on the disciples that uh, Philip had been making there and... Acts 19, same kind of thing. So there are different patterns in the book of Acts. And my goal is for everybody in our church to be filled with the Holy Spirit, not just to be told you got everything back then. And even if they did get everything in Acts 2, which they did in Acts 4, Four, same group of people had to get refilled. Yes, exactly right. We leak. We leak. (laughs) We leak. (laughs) Yes, we do. We do, yeah. Well, that's interesting. You'd have people leave angry. I don't know if it's any better, but I have people leave laughing. So oh. I don't know. <laughs> no, uh, that's a challenge, isn't it? Yeah. But it's probably with what we were talking about just before with pastors, speaking the truth in love and then letting that that seed that was sown mm-hmm. remain so it can be watered uh, and grow and develop. I hear stuff even in my own life from my own devotions or from an author or a podcast I'm listening to that challenge me and it doesn't I don't immediately go yay wow I can't, oh wasn't that amazing it it challenge it it confronts things mm-hmm. in my heart and mind and it takes a while for that to work in and work out God's design yeah and in and an, you it, it pushes you back to the word it too, does into my you, knees yeah and in this in our very consumer-driven culture, mm-hmm. that is a challenge because people want it quick. You can go through a drive-in and in moments, you're fed, taken care of, and happy again. Well, mm-hmm. why can't my walk with Christ or church be like that? Mm-hmm. And that's not a reality. It is a disciple following Christ. That's a pick up your cross and follow. That's a process. That's a lifestyle. That's a continual pattern of choices. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a challenge these days for pastors, leaders, and the body of Christ. You know, yeah. um, I think that there's no such thing as a small group or a church or anything else in life that's always exciting and wonderful, yeah. that we all go through times, whether it's in marriage or times with your best friend, where you're just having to be faithful. Yep. You're just yep. simply having to be faithful because, and, and men love excitement, and <laughs> so um, we want to be entertained yeah. and stimulated all the time. That's one reason why so many men are vulnerable to 
having an affair or something yeah. because they're looking for an escape. They're looking for something. To conquer. Yeah. 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 And rather than realizing that love is about being faithful, it's going yeah. deep, and then the fulfillment that okay. comes when uh, we have God's blessing is actually a greater yeah. joy and excitement I heard, than anything. I heard an a illustration once, Mark, on that point exactly, and that was uh, the illustration was the use of a pencil. Mm-hmm. And yes, you use the point often, but you use that and it makes a point and it declares insight mm-hmm. or information. Thank God there's an eraser on it because we yeah. all need that grace and that forgiveness and that er- the eradication mm-hmm. of maybe a mistake. But most of it is just lead in the middle. It's just the length of that pencil is just the ongoing faithfulness, the consistency, the lead of life. Mm-hmm. And as you walk that out, as you live that out, you can make a point and thank God we have the eraser in Jesus Christ. But, um, yeah, faithfulness, consistency uh, is oftentimes not esteemed highly in our celebrity-driven culture, but it is what really matters in people's character. Amen. I had some people get upset this week. I was preaching on marriage, and... Uh... One one guy was upset because his wife wasn't faithful to him. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about man's responsibility to yeah. lay down his life for yeah. his wife like Christ did the church. And that didn't work out so good for him. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things I've realized is uh, how well your kids do, how well your marriage is. It isn't always dependent on your efforts. Mm-hmm. You can be a faithful guy and have an unfaithful wife. Mm. You could be a good dad and have a kid that makes some really bad choices. Mm. Or like for me, I think I was just a fair husband, but I had a wonderful wife and I've had a great marriage because I've slowly grown up over 41 years of our marriage, (laughs) not because I did such a great job in the early years. Yeah. So for us to recognize those gifts of God, a wife, um, and the opportunities to influence our children but it really is in his hands isn't it mm-hmm. and some of the pain that comes from life uh is 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 a delicate situation with people it causes a lot of conflict in lives and but for us to fall back lean into even this individual that was hurt and really in pain because yeah. of the brokenness of his right. relationship his marriage for him to lean in to Jesus and find him faithful, we know he will not disappoint. And as he walks that out, that will massage in comfort some grace because he wants to be a person. He does. He wants to be a person or he wouldn't have come and talked to you really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wants to be a person that is is healthy and giving and giving away the grace and love of God. But I, that's a process. I, the, the next day I had a, on Sunday, I had a lady upset because, um, in Ephesians 5, where I was teaching from, you know, it talks about wives submit to your husbands and husbands love your wives. And three different times it's specific about wives submitting to your husbands as as the husband's head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. And she had come from an abusive marriage. And so for her, it's like that pushed all her buttons. And and, uh, I I wasn't aware, I guess, of how many people carry so much yeah, pain yeah. when it comes to marriage? Because yeah. marriage is God's gift that blesses us, mm-hmm. and I've been a, a blessed yeah. man in marriage. Yeah. But a lot of people carry a lot of pain in their marriages, yeah. don't they? They do. They do, and it's uh, 
I mean, really, and like I just mentioned, it's encouraging that those people had the courage because it does take courage to come and vent to you, so to yeah. speak. It might not be so encouraging Fun. on our end, yeah. but it is for them to step up and say, "You hit a button or a pain or a heart heartache," and to reveal that. Uh, that gives opportunity for them to find some comfort and insight that God can well, apply. Here, here's what I've also discovered that um, just like not every church is going to be fun all the time, not every right. family is going to be right. fun all the time, um, offenses will also come. Yeah. You know, in every relationship, we have a tendency to offend each other. Mm-hmm. From time to time, and those are tests. Yeah. And if God's going to really use you in a church, you have to be willing to go through yeah. the offenses and to process them and to talk about them. Um, if you leave because you get offended, yeah. then you start all over. over again, and yeah. then what happens when you get offended in the new place? Do you yeah. leave again and say church doesn't work? No, I mean, right. like you said earlier, the church is the hope of the world. Yeah. It is the family of God. If you're going to grow and mature, if you're going to bear fruit, you're not going to do it on your own. You, we, none of us no. can bear fruit on our own. We have to do it in context yep. of the body of Christ. Well, and it's a challenge to deal with those offenses. But if you don't, we also know from Scripture uh, and from live scene mm-hmm. experiences noticed that if we don't deal with those offenses, they restrict the very grace and work of the Spirit in our lives. Uh, you remember the passage where Jesus is wanting to accomplish the miracles mm-hmm. in Mark's gospel. And it says, because of the offense that they held on to, mm-hmm. he could not accomplish much. Right. And so that restricts us. It, it shrinks our heart. It grinches our heart. Yeah. It, you know, that when we hold on to an offense, be it towards a spouse or an individual or the church, mm-hmm. uh, sooner or later, that is going to, uh, restrict the very blessing and move of God's grace and favor in our own lives. We're only cutting off our nose and it's hurting our, our, yeah, our experience yeah. Yeah. Um, to release those. So how do you keep yourself spiritually refreshed and healthy as a pastor? That's a great question. Um, well, I, the way I'm, I think we're all wired this way, but the way I'm wired as a just an individual, a man, a leader, is um, I heard a, a very creative person recently relate this, and it just it, it hit me very right to my core. And that is creative people, leaders that have vision and direction and like to see things accomplished, mm-hmm. if they don't release that in some form or another, they internalize it, and he's and this person was saying, creative people are either great visionary or they're hypochondriacs, mm-hmm. and I think that's true of myself. If I don't get good exercise mm-hmm. and buffet my body, do yeah. something to sweat, I internalize that creative juice, and it becomes mm-hmm. negative to me. Mm-hmm. If I don't get my heart open before the Lord in devotions, I mean just simply listening to his insight through the scripture, through the spirit to my life, not studying the Bible, but mm-hmm. really letting the Bible study me. Mm-hmm. If I don't allow for that uh, numerous times in a week, I get strange. I, I start to dysfunction and internalize it. And it also just clutters my mind. It uh, distracts my, my heart and spirit. And so I t- get off tell track. us more about that, Mark. 
Um, how do you let the Bible study you? Uh, well, let's take a break, and then you can take a little more time to explain Certainly. this. Okay. Because everybody has their own unique devotional yeah. pattern. At least they should, because we're talking about a very personal relationship. But there's some things that I think you can help our listeners okay. with in just Certainly. a moment. I'm Mark Buckley from Living Streams Church. My guest is Mark Looning from Springs Church in Chandler. We'll be right back with more of this interview in just a moment. <laughs> 